Alright, so, hey guys, it's Phantom, and welcome back to Ask Phantom, to the Ask Phantom podcast. Now, this isn't necessarily going to be an episode, per se, this is probably going to be, like, what else you're going to see on, or what else you're going to see and hear on the podcast, and, you know, like, what's going to be talked about, um, probably after the fact, you know, like, probably after I'm done with the whole online school type of thing. So, um, as you all know, I'm an advocate for online school, and I advocate for, like, you know, mental health. Mental health is very, very important to me. And, um, well, you know, online school and managing mental health is extremely important to me. Um, seeing as I struggle with mental health, um, because I, (laughs) I grew up stressed. I grew up very stressed when I was growing up. Um, so the reason, okay, why I advocate for mental health. So you guys probably don't know this, but when I was growing up, okay, I'm, I'm very, I'm a very advanced person. And by very advanced, I mean, well, I'm advanced in a lot of things. I can, like, teach myself, I can teach myself how to do things. But the reason why I'm making this, I don't know, like, more to come video or whatever, like, more to come preview episode, I don't know what to call it. Um, so the reason why I'm making this is because... As I said, I'm a big advocate for uh, mental health and um, and things like that. Is when I was growing up, I grew up on a lot of medical. Um, I grew up on a lot of men, uh, medical shows. Um, so when I like when I was a kid, I would do things like watch, I would watch a lot of medical shows. So I, uh, I grew up watching TLC. I grew up watching the show on TLC and Discovery Health called, um, Born Schizophrenic, um, Janny's Next Chapter. Um, it was a really good show, by the way. I loved it. I honestly loved it so much. Um, so, like, I, like, I grew up watching people like Oprah, as one does. Well, not everyone watches Oprah, but, like, or not everyone may remember who Oprah is or, like, grew up watching Oprah, but I grew up watching, like, medical shows. Um, I grew up watching Oprah. Um, I watched Dr. Phil a couple of times, but I don't. I don't support, I don't support Dr. Phil at all, um, so, um, like, I, I really don't, don't get me started, so, um, as I said, I am a mental health advocate, I think, um, advocating for mental health for anybody is very important, um, it doesn't matter who you are, um, it's literally so important. So, back in, okay, so, as you know, if, if you grew up on, like, old TLC, like I did, because I was an early, you know, 
I was an early 2000s kid, so I... So I watched a lot of, like, old TLC, and, um, I knew Discovery Life, I knew about Discovery Life when it was still called Discovery Health and Fitness, and so every month, well, not every month, but in the month of May, every year, they would do this thing called Psych Week, um, so... Basically, if you if you grew up on, like, old channels or whatever, like Discovery, Discovery Health and Fitness, which is now called Discovery Life, um, there is this thing that they do every year in the month of May, so, like, coming up soon here. Um, okay, so, basically, if you guys don't know, okay, so, there was... Um, a show called Born Schizophrenic, um, back in the day, I think it aired in 2000 and, okay, Born Schizophrenic air date, I'm, I'm just gonna look it up, air date, air date, oops, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't type today, air date, okay. Born Schizophrenic Air Date. Um. Discovery Health. So. So there was, like, the show called Born Schizophrenic, um, about this girl named Janie Schofield, or Schofield, or however you say her last name. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Schofield, if I'm pronouncing it right. But, um, like, if you were super into health shows like I was... Growing up, I'm st- I still am because I like I like doing research. I don't know. It it just fascinates me. I I don't know. I wanted to work in the medical field when I was younger. Now I don't. Um, but I'm still very fascinated by like medical shows. Um, I don't watch every medical show under the sun, but I watch I watch a couple. And Born Schizophrenic was a show that I would watch all the time. As well as shows like, you know, Dr. G and, like, a bunch of other shows. But mainly, Born Schizophrenic was a show that I used to watch all the time when I was a kid. Like, all the time. If you were around... Like, if you were around during the era of Discovery Health and Fitness, then you've probably seen the show and heard of this family. So, um... I recommend you watch it, um, I definitely recommend you watch it, um, they probably have, I think they have the show on Amazon Prime, I think, or Discovery Plus, um, I don't have Discovery Plus, but 
Um, basically, they have... Okay, so they had... Um, okay, so basically the rundown, the rundown of this whole thing. Um, they had... Let's see. Okay, so... Or maybe maybe we could read about it. Um, I don't know, like, like I don't know to learn more to learn more about it. Um, there's also there's also a book. There's also a book on it. Um, or like articles. I'll just I'll just look up articles because I think it'll be easier for me to. read this, read, like, you know, read all this stuff for you because, you know, they don't have the, they don't have the show, they don't have the show to go off of anymore. I mean, they have, like, a documentary. They have a, they have a couple documentaries. Um, so basically, basically the shows, um, Born Schizophrenic, um, which was the original show, the original series that aired on TLC that I grew up with. It was my favorite show. Um, I know. I mean, I still watched kids shows, but I was like really into, I was really into medical shows. So I would watch that all the time. So, um, because the show is no longer airing anymore, or it's like really difficult to find, um, sources to watch plus I I mean I watch sources all the time but never for podcasts I usually just read stuff so um I'm gonna show you I'm gonna show you what I am currently looking at right now um I mean this is just one this is just one person's this is just one person's story but like I'm sure there's a lot of other people um, that had suffered from certain mental uh, disorders um, or like mental health disorder, you know, but I'm just going off of this because this is what I, this is basically what I grew up seeing. This is, this is how I got informed. Um, with, like, you know, the fact that there were other conditions out there and stuff. So, um, let me just... Okay, so there's, like, a bunch of different mental health conditions. Like, there's, um, I mean, okay, some people obviously can get very stressed, like how I did. I've struggled with stress for a long time. I've struggled with struggled with headaches for a long time um and so like mental health is very mental health is very important yes like headaches are a physical thing but it can it can do with mental health as well um but I feel like people should be educated on like mental health conditions properly and that it should be taken seriously because not all mental health 
conditions are taken seriously, which is really saddening. People may think, oh, you know, like, you have, you have blah, 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 and you have blah, 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 you know, you're fine. And it, and you know, like, you're, sometimes you feel like you're not fine. Like, it's overwhelming, and it, and it's really scary. Um, and plus, a lot of people, or like, a lot of rumors are that um this person was never diagnosed or was like misdiagnosed or that she never had this condition which i don't really believe that i mean like looking back on it that i used to watch this show as a kid I used to watch this show all the time as a kid. Um, I used to watch Born Schizophrenic pretty much on a daily basis um, when I was growing up. Um, you know, when it aired, when it first aired. I loved watching it. And I loved learning. Like, I loved learning about different things. So, um, like... Over the past couple of years, like, things have been going on. Like, I mean, you know, I was subscribed to their YouTube channel for a while. And then, like, some things, in, like, some things happened. And there were claims that it was a misdiagnosis, which that can happen sometimes in rare cases. Um, misdiagnoses can occur with mental health conditions, especially when trying to, you know, figure out what's wrong. Like, if it's, like, a mystery condition or something, um, you know, like, you don't, you know, you don't know until you, like, a person doesn't know until they get proper answers. So, um, so, yeah, like, honestly, mental health is so important. So, um, okay, I know this article from the LA Times is, like, really old it's like i don't know like eight years old now or or something like that how long ago was 2012 hold on hey siri how many years ago was 2012 okay so this article is about eight years old. Um, a lot of things have changed since then, but I do not believe that, um, like, okay, yeah, you can be, yeah, you can be misdiagnosed with certain conditions when you don't ha when you are, 
probably experiencing symptoms that are similar to other types of conditions, but in this case, I don't know. I in the, I mean, I don't know. Um okay. So let's let's start reading this, shall we? Like, okay. If you've if you've never heard of Born Schizophrenic, you know, of that show that I have mentioned, um you you can't really watch it many play I mean you could you could watch it if you have Discovery Health um not Discovery Health. Um Discovery Plus. I think they have it on Discovery Plus. Oh yeah, they have it on Hulu also, but you have to like pay for an add-on. I found out that they have it on Hulu, but you have to pay for add-ons. Um, hopefully they bring it back to Hulu. I really miss watching it. Um, so this article is about eight years old, um, or seven years old because it's not October yet, and this was published. Um, this was published October 3rd. 2012. So, um, yeah, this was published October 3rd, 2012. So, this article is about seven, almost eight years old. Okay, the year is correct, but usually up until it gets to the month of, like, the publication date anniversary or, like, whatever date anniversary, it's, like, a year behind. So, um, let's start reading this. It's been a rough week. A few days ago at... Okay, so, it... This is kind of like recapping on... Okay, let me tell you. People that do, like, articles on, um, on, you know, on stories like, on stories like this... Um, they have to do a lot of research, um, you know, to get their facts correct because, you know, a lot of articles don't, um, like, you know, spread misinformation or, or whatever. So, like, with, with these types of stories and coverings, um, you have to make sure that your information is correct. Um, so basically I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna read this. So it's been a rough week. A few days ago at UCLA's Resnick Neuropsychiatric Hospital, six-year-old Janny toppled a food cart and was confined to her room. She slammed her head against the floor oh my gosh this is really scary um and also they don't show they didn't show everything that was um they didn't show everything that was you know that happened that was uh depicted on the show they didn't show everything that occurred so um like I have, okay, I've never, I've never read these articles, um, so it's, like, really, it's really scary reading this. Um, I mean, I, I grew up watching her show, so I kind of have an insight, um, 
into what into what kind of went on because you know it was it aired for educational it aired for educational purposes so first let's watch this video maybe it has maybe it talks about it But, like, man, looking back, like, looking back on this, um, looking back on this, because I did grow up watching her show, um, when I was growing up, I basically grew up watching her show, so, um, yeah, I, I didn't know this, I didn't know this happened. So yeah, it's like, basically, it's kind of the typical video. If you've ever seen this video, it it was, I think it was the intro for their show or something. It was like part of the intro to her story or something. I, I can't remember. It's been so long. Um, I mean, I do vividly remember watching her show, so... Yeah. I also watched it back on YouTube for a couple years as well until um it stopped airing. Um I think it aired for a couple seasons. I I really can't remember. Um Uh let's see. Yeah, so let's, let's fix that. There we go. Okay. Oh, and also, by the way, um, If you if you watch the show it kind of like tells you when it's kind of okay so basically the show um shows their lives from like 2009 onward so um if you're can like if you're confused, as I said, that article is that article is like almost eight years old, um, and the show depicted their life from, and the show showed their life from two thousand and um, nine or before that. So yeah, it's. It's like information they've collected or whatever with with the article over the years. So if you if you don't know what schizophrenia is, let me just give you a little so 
basically, um, as I said, if you didn't watch the show, then you probably won't understand what I'm talking about. Um, or if you've never heard of, uh, this condition before, well, it's not a condition. It is a, um, chronic illness. Um, if you've never heard of this before, um, she had what was, she had what's called early onset, um, okay, so she had what was called early onset childhood schizophrenia, um, and she had, um, tactile, and she had tactile hallucinations, and these hallucinations would come in the form of things from, um, things from animals to people to, you know, to numbers, um, and for a, for a long time, they thought it was, you know, just imaginary friends until, yeah, like, you have to, you have to watch the show to, you have to have watched the show back then to understand what I'm talking about, um, to get a full understanding of what I'm talking about. Yeah, this was this was kind of the this was kind of the intro to the show. This was like a clip from the show um that they would, you know, always show like on interviews um with like other with other shows cuz other other stated other um other shows have talked about this family um like, you know, other shows have talked about this family. So, um, you know, from people like Oprah to, um, Dr. Phil and, uh, probably many others, probably many other shows have talked about it. Um, I also think, I don't know, maybe, maybe 2020 even talked about it. Um, 
because 2020 has covered and I'm talking I'm talking about the I'm talking about the show 2020 uh not the year 2020 okay <laughs> like okay I'm talking about the show 2020 not the year not the year 2020 so even the show 2020 probably talked about this because they uh cover a lot of they cover a lot of different stories and a lot of different topics um so yeah let's continue on with this otherwise she could scream until we one day figured out that when we stepped outside she was still screaming we went back in she started screaming by three months we were taking her out all day Mm -hmm. every One place wasn't enough. It's like her mind was a sponge. We'd go somewhere, she'd absorb it, she'd grow bored with it, and then we'd have to move on to the next place. So we might go to the zoo, a play area, and Barnes and Noble play area all in the same day. At two, she started to talk about what she, what we thought were imaginary friends. See, they they thought um, what she was experiencing was just imaginary friends um at the start and then they go on to discover it wasn't imaginary friends the first one to appear was one the cat and she could just play with four hundred we didn't think too much of it oh i know what she needed she needed thorazine the medication, uh, the Thorazine, for every delusion that the Thorazine kills, another one comes to take its life. And Jenny's unwilling to let go of the good ones because they're her friends. She had always been very, very social because, of course, we were out all the time. But then they have they have an hour long they have an hour long documentary on this. On Discovery Life, if you want to watch it for right yourself. Her birthday, she started to become antisocial. She would scream at people if they called her January. She yeah. Tell if you didn't know her, her whole first name is January, and Janny is a nickname. Janny is a nickname that she went by, um, because you know a lot of people. A lot of people have nicknames. Um, so people people would call her Janny all the time. Call her friends and she didn't want to play with them anymore. At one point she had probably as many as 20 or 30 friends. You know, slowly all dropped away. And mm-hmm. the number of imaginary friends kept growing and growing and growing. And then at five violence. She began hitting, kicking, biting, throwing shoes. When I would say that she would hit, these weren't like tantrums. The impact of her blows was like she was fighting for her life. And there was no warning. One moment she was like, you know, I love you, Daddy. And then all of a sudden, she is literally trying to scratch my eyes out. She would be like that for 10 or 15 minutes, and then she'd come, come dead at her. Slowly, 
became obvious, but not until she went into UCLA, that she was disassociating from those violent moments. This is the 60s. And really didn't remember. I don't know what UCLA is. It is a, well, pretty much everyone knows what UCLA is. UCLA, what they're talking, they're not talking about the college portion of UCLA. They're talking about, like, the, they're talking about the medical side of UCLA because you have to remember UCLA is a medical research campus um I mean it's pretty much everywhere um well it's in a lot of places but they but it's it's a medical research campus so it's it's basically a hospital um so what UCLA is, let me go on another tab. Um, let me go on another, or let me try and find another tab here. Um, UCLA. Um, hospitals. So, um, so if you didn't, if you didn't know, UCLA is a UCLA is a hospital, um, well, there, there's, like, a bunch, there's a bunch of different hospitals, um, you know, punch, a bunch of different sides to UCLA, there's, uh, stuff for, you know, there's, like, health institutions, there, you know, you know it's, it's vast and big, um, so it doesn't just cover, it doesn't just cover, like, one thing, like, they cover a lot of different things, but yeah, it is a, it's basically a, it's a medical research campus, um, it's, it's a college and a, uh, and a chain of medical facilities, um, so, you know, that, that's really convenient. So, um, like, that's basically where she would go, like, that's basically where Janie would go for help. She knew that she or for treatment. Wrong.
So sad. Do you want them to go away? Well, 100 I do, and Wednesday I do. And they're back. How are they back? They tell me that they're bad friends. What kind of bad friends? Like hitting, screaming, kicking. What does it feel like? Originally, we had a two-bedroom apartment in this complex. Keeping Jenny from hurting Bodhi was a 24-hour-a-day job. So we traded in our two-bedroom for two one-bedroom apartments. Jenny's apartment is in this building, and then right across the parking lot, about 100 feet away on the third floor, is Bodhi's apartment. I mean, financially, it's been harder because... The two put together are still $500. This is honestly so sad, but like, I'm trying to, um, trying to like educate y'all on other forms of why mental health is important. When Susan and I were uh, living in, in the same apartment, it, it felt more like we were in this together. You know, since we've, uh, you know, been in a separate apartments, you know, I feel like we are not as close anymore. And that leads us, it leads us to attacking each other more, blaming each other more. It's because we have no one else to, to, to blame. You know, both of us are under such immense stress at all times. You know, I, I wish she could have of a childhood than she has had, but the, you know, her illness took that from her. You have to think about it like, you have this, this sweet, blonde, normal-looking six-year-old girl, but there are all these characters that are out together, and as long as she is occupied, they stay in bed. It's, this is never going to be over. I mean, this, this is a lifetime illness for her. Okay, and then the article, so six-year-old Janie toppled a food cart and was confined, con confined to her room. She slammed her head against the floor, opening a bloody cut that sent her into hysterics. Later, she kicked the hospital therapy dog. Janie normally likes animals, but most of her animal friends, cats, rats, dogs, and birds, are phantoms that only she can see. And phantoms are basically, um, let's look up what phantoms are. 
Um, so there's there's a ton of different types of phantoms, like phantom smells, phantom um, Okay, so what are phantoms? Okay, so phantoms are okay, so phantoms are apparitions or okay. According to Google in dictionary.com, um A phantom is an appearance or illusion without material substance as a dream, image, mirage, or optical illusion, a person or thing of merely illusory power status, efficacy, etc. The phantom of fear. Or let's let's go to dictionary.com. I think it'll be more reliable of a source. Um, so there's, there's a ton of different, uh, definitions for what phantom is, um, or for what a phantom is. As I said, there are, like, things like phantom sounds, phantom voices, you know, like, basically hallucinations. Um, She was having hallucinations. Um, oops, sorry. Add. Okay, so according to according to dictionary.com, what it's referring to, what this type of phantom is referring to is a noun. Um, so there's like a ton of different things, an, an apparition or specter to an appearance or illusion without material substance as a dream image, mirage, or optical illusion, a person or thing of merely illusory power status, um, efficacy etc. Uh, an illustration part of which is given a transparent effect so as to permit representation of details otherwise hidden from view, the inner workings of, of a mechanical device. Um, so basically, seeing or hearing things that aren't there. Um, but the proper term, the proper term, yes, it, yes, it's phantom, but, like, it's not really phantom. Like, you don't really, you don't really use that terminology for things, like, you don't really use phantoms for that type of terminology. Um, what it's actually referred to is, like, auditory or 
visual hallucinations or like other, you know, other types of hallucinations. So basically, basically she was having, basically she was hallucinating, um, like really badly. So, um, okay. So Janet normally likes animals, but most of her animal friends, cats, rats, dogs, and birds are phantoms or hallucinations that only she can see. Um, Janet Schofield has schizophrenia, or January Schofield has schizophrenia, potent, potent psychiatric drugs in dose that would stagger most adults seem to skip off her. She is, um, she is among the rarest of the rare, a child seem seemingly born mentally ill. Um, I mean, it could, it could be phantoms, but I don't know. Like, I've never, I've never really heard that term. Well, I have heard it, like, like things like phantom smells and stuff like that. Which is common for people if they've lost their sense of smell. Um, you start having, like, phantom smells. It's really weird. I've never experienced it because I've never lost my sense of smell. But, um, yeah. So, like, phantoms like dogs, rats, cats, and birds. Um, I already read that part. But then it tells you, um tells you what she has battled. Um, she suffers from delusions, hallucinations, and paroxy paroxysms of rage to so severe that not even her parents feel safe. She's threatened to climb into an oven. She's kicked and tried to bite her little brother. I'm Quote, I'm Janny, and I have a cat named Emily54, she says by way of introduction, and I'm Saturn, the rat's babysitter. She locks her fingers in front of her chest and flexes her wrists furiously, a tick that surfaces when she's anxious. It, okay, it's very normal. It's very normal to have ticks sometimes. Um, or like a nervous habit. Well, some people have ticks, others, some people have ticks, others do not, but it is very common to have nervous habits. Um, okay. She announces that she wants to be a veterinarian. I'm empathetic with rats, she says. Asked what empathetic means, she smiles confidently. It means you like rats. The doctors have been trying a new antipsychotic medication called Mobin. Janie knows she is sick and that people want to help her. Is the mope been working, her mother asks. 
Jannie during a visit. No, I have more friends. Susan Schofield looks crestfallen. Either it's pronounced Schofield or Schofield. She and her husband, Michael, have brought French fries, have bought, have brought French fries. Sorry, I, I feel like I can't pronounce things right today. Um, Janie takes a bite, runs around the room, and circles back for another bite. You want the rats and cats to go away, don't you? Susan asks, trying to make contact with her daughter. Janie sniffs a French stuffs a French fry into her mouth. See, it's too early in the morning. I, I can't. I can't today. It's it's too early. It's only eight fifteen in the morning. Um, no, she says they're cool. <laughs> the rats are cool. About one percent of adults have schizophrenia. Okay, so the thing with schizophrenia is early onset schizophrenia, um, like what Janie supposedly has, um, people have been, well, you know, like with claims and things, um, have been saying, you know, she's not actually schizophrenic and that it was a misdiagnosis. Um, but, I mean, you, like, like, that's just claims. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've only, I've only watched her show a couple of times. Um, and it was, like, several years ago. Okay, so also the thing about early onset schizophrenia or childhood schizophrenia um, is very rare, um, or like early onset of any medical condition is very rare. Um, like, for example, medical conditions that you'd see in older people mainly, um can occur in younger people, um, which is like, you know, early onset or child onset. Oh my gosh, like, why do I keep jumping? About 1% of adults have schizophrenia. Most become ill in their late teens. Or 20s. Approximately 1 in 10 will commit suicide. It's really scary. Doctors and other mental health experts don't fully understand the disease, which has no cure. This doesn't have a cure. Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say she was misdiagnosed. Because, I mean, I don't know. But it's pretty hard to it's pretty hard to misdiagnose a condition this severe um 
or it can be. It can be pretty severe. Um, it's pretty hard to uh, misdiagnose a severe condition, uh, a severe lifelong condition or mental illness in this case. Um, so doctors and other mental health experts don't fully understand the disease, which has no cure. Jenny's extreme early onset has left them almost helpless. The rate of onset in children 13 and unders in about 1 in 30,000 to 50,000. In a national study of 110 children, only one was diagnosed as young as age 6. Um, like, that. that's really young. She's... I'm pretty sure she's the only person that was diagnosed that young. Um, so, child onset schizophrenia is 20 to 30 times more severe than adult onset schizophrenia. If you don't know what, like, the whole terminology is, it's child onset or early onset is, um... Child onset slash early onset schizophrenia is when someone starts experiencing symptoms of schizophrenia in childhood. Um, and that could range from, like, and that could range from any age. Um, but, you know, you get diagnosed later most of the time. than adult-onset schizophrenia. And adult-onset schizophrenia is when, well, basically, child-onset schizophrenia slash adolescent-onset schizophrenia. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry for the... I'm so sorry for the background noise. Um is when you start experiencing symptoms at an early age or in a later age. Um, this is, this is a really scary, this is a really scary thing to happen to someone. So, um, adult onset schizophrenia, says Dr. Nitten. Gogte, a neurologist at the National Institute of Mental Health, who helps direct the children's study, the largest such study in the world on the illness. Yes, this is an illness. This isn't, this isn't like a, this isn't like a virus that can be eradicated. This is an illness. Um... This is a mental illness. Um, okay, 95% of the time that they are awake, these kids are actively hallucinating. I don't think I've seen anything more devastating in all of medicine. For Janie's parents, the most pressing issue is where Janie should live. She's been She has been on the UCLA psych ward where she was placed during an emergency since January 16th. 
the ward is not designed designed for long-term care. So basically, when you're in a, from what I know from research, um, when you're in a hold, they do a, I don't know, like, usually the longest is a, t <clears throat> sorry, there's like so many, there's so many noises. Um, there's a, uh, usually it's like 24 to 48 hour hold, um, you know, psych hold for evaluation. And, um, and usually after the stay period, then you get discharged if you're, you know, if you're okay to be discharged. Um, the ward is not designed for long-term care. Janie can't return to her family's apartment in Valencia. Last fall, she tried to jump out of a second-story window. I remember they, I remember them talking about this in the show. Um, I remember them talking about this in the show. If you haven't watched the show, they probably have it on Discovery Plus. I don't know. They don't air it. They don't air reruns of it anymore. So, I mean, they may air something similar during Psych Week, but I don't know. If you don't know when Psych Week is, it is Psych Week on Discovery Health and Discovery Life is basically in the month of May. So, like, anytime in the month of May. Um, okay, her parents, Michael, a college English instructor, and Susan, a former radio traffic reporter, must decide how to provide as much stability as possible for their daughter while also trying to protect their 18-month-old son. Um... Mind you, this article is seven years old, and these people are living somewhat happy, somewhat happy lives now. I mean, Jenny is an adult now as of this article being published, um, you know, since this article has been published, um, she's she's an adult now um so it kind of kind of tells you kind of tells you her story through this article um kind of tells you her story through the article or whatever so born august 8th 2002 janney was different from the start sleeping fitfully for only about Four hours a day. Most infants sleep 14 to 16 hours a day. If you don't, if you don't know. Um, they have like, there's specific times or specific hour stretches people should be sleep, like, you know, people should be sleeping. Um, and usually that 
type of sleep pattern or, I don't know, that type of sleep pattern isn't normal for a baby. Um, that only sleeps a couple hours a day. Um, so... Kind of. If Janet was 16, there would be resources. But very few hospitals, private or public, will take a six-year-old. Okay, so it basically tells you her story. Um, basically tells you her story and what occurred with her. So... Born August 8th, 2002, Janie was different from the start, sleeping fitfully for only about four hours a day. That is, okay, the recommended amount of sleep for infants are 14 to 16 hours a day because, you know, babies mainly sleep. Babies sleep a lot. Babies need a lot of sleep. Um, and most of the time they are, and most of the time they are sleeping. Um, okay, so it says, most infants sleep 14 to 16 hours a day, only constant high energy stimulation kept Janny from screaming. Um, for the first 18 months, we would take her to malls, play areas, Ikea, anywhere we could find crowds. It was impossible to overstimulate her. We would leave at 8 in the morning and be gone for 14 hours. Wow. That is that is crazy. That's a crazy amount of time. We could not come home until Janie had been worn out enough so that she would sleep a couple of hours. When Janie turned 3, her tantrums escalated. She lasted 3 weeks in one preschool and 1 week in another. She demanded to be called by different names. Rainbow one day, blue-eyed tree frog the next. Um, I remember, I remember pretty much all of this. I remember pretty much all of this because, as I said, I watched the show when I was a kid. So, um, like, you know, when it aired, I would watch it all the time. So, I remember some of this being talked about on the show, but there's probably more, there's probably more to this than what the show obviously depicted, because reality TV only shows so much, or like, you know, health documentaries only show so much of a person's story. Okay. When Janie turned three, her tantrums escalated. She lasted three weeks in one preschool and one week in another. She demanded to be called by different names. Um, Make-believe friends filled her days. Mostly rats and cats and sometimes little girls. Um, she had this quote-unquote make-believe friend named 24 hours 
and that was the that was the little girl they were referring to. They were referring to twenty four hours. Um. I believe. Um, she threw her shoes at people. When angry, she tried to push the car out of gear while her dad was driving. Um, the usual disciplinary strategies parents use to teach their young children, proper behavior, timeouts, rules, positive rewards, failed time and time again for the Schofields. Um, she would go, okay, quote, quote, she would go into these rages where she would scream, hit, kick, scratch, and bite. She could say, mommy, I love you, and seconds later, switch to being really violent. Kindergarten lasted one week. The Schofields consulted doctors and heard my raid. Wait, no. I think it's pronounced Myrad opinions. Um, heard Myrad opinions, bipolar disorder, attention, you know, ADHD, um, ineffective parenting. Um, no one considered that she was schizophrenic, or you know that it could be schizophrenia. In December 2007, they were referred to a Dr. Woodall. Um, a psychiatrist in Glendale. Janie's medical records for the following year depict a doctor searching for effective medications while her patient slid further into a world stalked by rats and cats. July 8th, Two thousand eight. Um. So, she was diagnosed. I think I'm pretty sure she was diagnosed in two thousand. I'm pretty sure she was diagnosed in two thousand nine. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Um, I I'm pretty sure she was diagnosed in two thousand nine. Um, but yeah, like with certain. With certain mental health conditions, it can take ages to get, you know, the proper diagnosis. Like, some people that have, some people that are headache sufferers, you know, may think they're having, like, migraines for several years and then find out several years later after, like, you know, having multiple episodes like multiple episodes and multiple attacks or something like that for example um that they are you know that it's something completely different or that it's not xyz it's whatever you know it's whatever it is so it's kind of going in a list Okay, so December 2007, 
they were referred to their, you know, they were referred to a psychiatrist. Um, and then it kind of goes down the list of dates. Like, you know, it goes down a list of dates. Um, like, you know, it explains, explains her tics or whatever. Um, so, like, or it explains her symptoms, basically. Um, July 8th, 2008, claps hands, pops, tick-like, food can't touch. Um... Wow. I'm just trying- I'm just, like, taking- I'm just taking all this- I'm just taking all this in. Um, food can't touch. Strips clothes off if she thinks they have a spot. Wants order and perfection in play toys and stories. In play toys and stories. November 11th, 2008. Talking to a bird named 34 on her hand, drawing on her clothes and body with permanent marker, screaming at school and in the waiting room. January 7th, 2009. Patient is in a state of psychosis, talking to rats, naming them the days of the week. I believe it would be in the best interests of January and her family to have her placed in residential treatment. Um, her parents didn't. Her parents didn't want to do that to her. Um, if you like watch videos on it, the, if you watch videos on it, and if you watch the show, they have said multiple times that they did not want to um, admit her to a residential treatment facility. Um, they wanted to... They wanted to give her as much normalcy as they could with her, um, with her condition. With her... You know, with her current situation. Um... Her parents named her January because they love the sound of it, but this year, the month of January, became the breaking point for a fragile family. Um, Jenny's torment has had escalated through much of 2008. She was hospitalized last fall for three weeks. Jenny tried and failed again to attend school. She choked herself with her hands hit her head on the walls, and she wanted to die. Oh my god, this is so scary. Oh my god. Like, I remember, you know, I remember hearing, I remember, you know, hearing about this on the show, but, like, reading, you know, reading this for myself makes it even more scary. Okay, this is why things like this, is why mental health is very important to me because 
like these situations can happen and you know you're like baffled or you're misdiagnosed or people think you have one thing when you don't have it at all or like you're given or like you're given all these options or none at all like it's really it's a really scary situation to be put in um home was a nightmare and school was a nightmare a new imaginary friend named 400 the cat moved in he told her to kick and hit other people basically basically what these hallucinations do to someone who has um someone who suffers from schizophrenia or psychosis these hallucinations tell them to hurt themselves or hurt other people or um or you know like do other quote-unquote harmful things um and you know they can be they can be pretty violent um or they can or it could show up as an argument there's there's a ton of different or you know like they would like you know arguments would occur or whatever um if it wasn't calmed down or appeased in a timely manner um so a new imaginary friend named 400 the cat moved in he told her to kick and hit other people we realized she didn't control her imaginary friends they controlled her many phantoms populated her mind now two little girls named 100 degrees and 24 hours 200 the rat magical 61 the cat and 400 susan 39 at the time was laid off from her job in september and although money was tight she felt almost relieved janny janny needed constant supervision Woodall described the new to try new drug haldol one milligram twice a day it seemed to calm Janny and 400 the cat went away. The, the Schofields made another attempt at first grade, sending Janny to school, January 12th. But that day, the muscles on the left side of her body locked up and the school called paramedics. She had developed dystonia. A movement disorder that causes involuntary contractions of muscles. It's a side effect of high doses of some psychotropic medications. On January 16th, Michael dropped his daughter off at school again. She seemed fine that morning. He said she was talking a lower 
Oh, she was taking a lower dose of Haldol plus medications to quell psychosis and stabilize mood. But at 9.15, she began screaming that she wanted to see her brother Bodie. She threw her pencils and shoes, tried to jump out of the classroom window, then ran down the halls. I remember... Um... I remember this because it was because there was an episode talking about this. Um, at 9.15, she began screaming that she wanted to see her brother Bodie. She threw her pencils and shoes, tried to jump out of the classroom window, then ran down the halls. The assistant principal called Michael and told him to come and take his daughter home. Michael was drained. I knew if we took her home, we couldn't get any help anywhere. He says, we were fed up with nobody believing us and nobody helping us. He refused. The principal called the L.A. County Sheriff's Department and reported that the parents had abandoned their misbehaving child. So they thought... So, basically, the school thought that she was misbehaving and, you know, didn't know that it was something deeper than, you know, misbehavior or, like, behavioral issues. Um, three school psychologists were summoned by the assistant principal and a sheriff's deputy called for a team of emergency psychiatric workers. Janie was locked in an empty office, playing with 24 hours. The experts concluded that she was psychotic and took her to UCLA. Each day before the Schofield's visit, they stop at a Burger King for lunch and order takeout for Janie. So many people thought we had... Okay. So... Basically, people thought that, you know, she was bratty, she had behavioral issues, and, um, and a bunch of other, and a bunch of other things were most likely said to them during this time. Um, so many people thought we had a bratty kid, says Michael feeding Bodhi as he squirms in a high chair in the restaurant. UCLA was the first to tell us, it's not your fault. There is something wrong with her brain. When her family arrives, Janie looks surprised to see them. Although they visit every day, she's wearing a lime green t-shirt and pink skirt with turquoise rubber shoes. Her hair is tussled. Her legs carry the last traces of baby fat. Susan dabs toothpaste on a toothbrush and runs it over her daughter's teeth for a few seconds. The only dental care Janie will allow. I'd rather be 16, Janie says, putting a hand on her hip, tossing a flirty look over her shoulder. I'm 14 on weekends, Thursdays, Wednesdays, and Tuesdays. She pauses all except for Mondays. She loves Lilith's pet shop toys, miniature animal, miniature animals with houses and furniture and stack them.
and stacks them on a shelf in her room. Although she can't sit long enough to read a book, she's a voracious learner. She's also bright. Her IQ is 146. Over the years, Michael and Susan have entertained her by feeding her information well beyond her years. So basically, they they uh, mentioned this. Um, they mentioned that she was a quote unquote bright child at birth because they didn't know. Well, I mean, yeah, she is very, she is very um smart. She is very smart, but like at the time they didn't know they didn't know what they were dealing with. Um and she was a very advanced child, which means she was very smart. Um you know, and she was seen as a very advanced child to her parents at the time, which she still is very smart, don't get me wrong. Um but, like, when you deal with something like that and other people don't understand, they may, um, you know, they may see it as misbehavior or something else, um, you know, so it can be very difficult to advocate for things like this. Um, so, although she can't sit long enough to read a, sit still long enough to read a book, she is a voracious learner. She's also bright. Her IQ is 146. Over the years, Michael and Susan have entertained her by feeding her information well beyond her years. Specifics of evolution, the Roman Empire, the periodic table of elements. I, I can't even memorize the entire periodic table of elements. Um, like, I remember learning about it, but I can't, like, memorize it. Um, Janie talks, like, Susan asks, you know, like, she's, she's about to ask a question, and Janie interrupts her. Um, Janie talks about living in Kalalini, which is, she described it as, okay, Kalalini, she described it as a world only she can see where all her quote imaginary friends live um and she's asked where is Kalalini so basically Kalalini she explains where it is, and she says, Kalalini is on the border between this world and my other world. Janie's psychiatrist at UCLA, Dr. Karen Lim, has tried several medications. A whopping 300 milligrams of Thorazine manages to stop the psychosis, but it too causes dystonia.
if you want me to like continue reading this, I'll probably do like a, another video on this. But like this is just a um this is just like a sneak peek of what we're going to be focusing after the whole online school thing, which is like um I don't know, like talking about mental health and things and things related to it. So this will pro this will probably be like a bonus episode or something. So yeah, stay tuned. I will I will upload this. <coughs> I will upload this soon. And I will eventually finish the article at a different time, but it has been an hour and 44 minutes. It's almost been or not not 44 minutes, 24 minutes, I'm sorry. Um, I was looking at the seconds. Um, but it's been an hour, but I've literally been filming for an hour and 25 minutes. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to stop this and continue reading this at a later date. I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode slash sneak peek upcoming episodes bonus episode um or like upcoming section of the podcast episode or whatever um so yeah with that said that is it for this that is it for this video i hope you guys enjoyed if you did be sure to leave a like comment and please subscribe if you are watching and or listening on youtube or you know subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from so with that said i am going to go ahead and end this here and you know go eat breakfast do all that stuff and i will See you guys later. Bye, guys.